Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Well, I hope that you guys had a wonderful Christmas. It's, it may be just fitting for today's word about being like Christ. You see, I'm getting ready to go somewhere in the Bible, which is going to help us as disciples, as being a little bit more being grounded. But how about this? Why don't I just get right into it? Father, will you use me this morning? Will you speak to me, speak through me? Will you speak to those that will listen? Allow them to take this message and build on it and to allow it to be something like a a root that's planted deep down inside that it may grow into a, a humongous tree. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 5, this is known as the Sermon on the Mountain. We call it the, the Attitudes, the be, it's called the Beatitudes, which means what Jesus was teaching, he outlined the standard operating procedures for being a disciple of Christ, to be its kingdom principles, meaning that in order for someone to understand about the kingdom, kingdom means that somebody has ultimate rulership or authority over others, meaning that the king is the top, has taught top ownership. So in that case, What Jesus is wanting us to do is, after we've unwrapped the gift, that we understand the greatest gift is what he did, and that's receiving salvation. So after we receive that salvation, now he wants us to do something. You see, Jesus was not so much concerned what what's going on on the outside. He wanted us to be built in the inside. And so anybody understand that a renovation, I, I've had buildings and homes renovated. And, you know, at the beginning of the renovation process, it looks, it doesn't look that well. At the moment of our salvation, our renovation process begins. And the Holy Spirit began to work, making me and you more like Christ. As we begin to commit and to get into regular alignment, as he sheds light on things, the more and more we understand that it's important. That And and sometimes, just like a car, we, we sometimes get a flat tire, but as we change the tire. So that means that sometimes as growing in Christ, there is going to be some mistakes, but we don't knowingly go out there and find nails. We don't knowingly drive on ball tires, meaning that right alignment regularly means that every single thing else rolls well on our car because when our cars are out of alignment, that causes other thing. So 
Jesus began to teach, in order for you to be blessed and prosperous, there must be a connection between our constant dependency on him. So I'm going to start with the first attitude as a disciple. And what he wanted is this to be so natural that it's a lifestyle. That meaning as we read this word after salvation, now it's the process of us growing up as as your mom said, hey, hey, no more drinking that bottle. No more, you know, no more being toddlers as in the in the church. No more real, just religious activity. It's time for us to grow up. And so Jesus said, and as he saw the crowds on, um, I'm reading Matthew chapter five, five, he went up to the mountains and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. In other words, it's our job to come to him daily. And so he can begin to teach as he began to teach them. He said, blessed, meaning that you're going to be spiritually prosperous and happy. And you will be something admired are the poor in spirit. So, guys, when I used to read this and I used to be like, wow, I got to be poor. And But this is what he said, those that are devoid of spiritual, spiritual arrogance, okay? What does that mean? Let me dig a little bit. Deeper. And he said, those who regard themselves as insignificant, okay? And then he went on and said, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I understand that to mean a reward. So all of these are blessings and rewards attached with those who wanting to grow. Because he says both now and forever. But as I started to go into here, I started to unfold something. He said, bless is the poor. That is God conscious, consistently dependent on God as the resource giver, as the gift giver, the giver of spouses, the giver of money, whatever it is, you fill in the blank. I'm I'm not waiting and depending on what Santa Claus brings me. My dependency is me being the Lord is my resource giver. The Father is greater than anything. He's the creator of all. You know, in Psalms 24, it says that earth is the Lord and everything in it, right? So that means that if that's the case, I'm not being like the world. But this is going to be counterculture, meaning that I have to become Christ-minded instead of culture-minded. And this is the process where Jesus was starting to develop and as he started to teach his disciples. And we're going to go through this day by day, if that's okay with you. So the first one is, you ready? Bless is those that are spiritually poor. For theirs should be the kingdom of God. In other words, that's something simple for us to remember. Blessed are the poor in spirit, 
for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, right? That's something simple for us to remember, and that's Matthew chapter 5 and, and verse 3. But it's important for you to take what it means. It means I am limitless with Christ. I am dependent on Christ. I can do nothing without him, meaning that my life and my lifestyle, I want to totally align with him. As I close, I want to remind you what John 10.10 says. He says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. This was Jesus talking, but he said that I come that you have life in fullness or in abundance. In other words, it's only two choices. It's only the culture or Jesus. And that doesn't mean perfection. That means that when we fail, because the word Romans 3.23 says that all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. In other words, we all sin, but the difference is do we practice it or are we are we are we occasionally meaning that we we don't make it a habit that's we don't wake wake up in the morning seeking out sin so i'm going to close right there but i want to read something to you if that's okay you see the real conflict in this in this world it's a war going on and meaning that people are being injured and people are being lost on the battlefields. We got families and people are in combat right now. And, and being a formal military uh, veteran, we understand that the meaning of a sacrifice on behalf of the country. But I'm speaking of a war with consequences that can can have effects on our eternity. Our, there is a spiritual warfare that right now is going on between good and evil. And this process began when Satan was cast out of heaven. The, the confront, confrontation escalated in the Garden of Eden when Satan um, took the first um, man, the first Adam, received the the a fatal blow that affected our the history of God's people. But when Jesus came to the earth, and this is where he started to teach us and the disciples, what Jesus did was he faced the battle daily. And that's our process. We're going to face the battle daily. The devil attempted him in the wilderness and the and the battle raged. Jesus was sent to the cross to die. And the battle raged. He rose victoriously on the third day. But the enemy still hasn't surrendered. The destiny of the entire world's population lies in the outcome of this great spiritual war. The situation is clearly described, as Paul says, our struggle 
It's not against flesh and blood, but it's against rulers and principalities and the unseen authorities. It's the powers of darkness, the dark force surrounding us is a spiritual conflict with the angels versus demons versus evil, light and darkness. But the amazing, the amazing thing, but is that believers, we live in, in, in the conflict, you know, as the battle in the ages, you know, it's this is not a sci-fi thing, but our real enemy is the person with whom, it's not the person in whom we're arguing with. It's not our job. It's not our health. It's not our economy. It's none of these things. But every problem is a direct result of a spiritual war. So we, we can't get dis, discouraged. Not one of us are immune, immune of the consequences of spiritual war. Although the players fight in the invisible realm, we all face the effects of the conflicts every day of our lives. It, it's in our pain and in our struggles. The only way we defeat the enemy is this understand it and being connected with Christ who has the true victory. So our victory is not in what we do. It's not in what we say. It's in our dependency. And that's why I like the first one. It said, blessed are the poor spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Meaning that I'm not depending on how well I fight. Victory has already been won through Jesus. I am inadequate to do anything, but I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Be encouraged, everyone. As I said, being like Christ is a daily, daily practice. Have a wonderful day and be blessed.